Hello everyone and welcome to episode 101 of Grief Burrito. I'm Harrison. I'm Jordan. I'm Lulu. And I'm Nick. And today we are testing our might because we watched the 1995 Mortal Kombat film, didn't we guys? Yes. Yeah. Oh yes, we did. <laughs> we did indeed. In preparation for the new film as the new trailer just came out for that one, which looked pretty sweet to be fair. And then maybe at the end of this episode, we are going to talk about what we could maybe do to improve this film and what we'd like to see maybe going into the next one. So Jordan, if you would, sum up for the listeners for me, Mortal Kombat in six words. I'm going to go with punchy, kicky, jumpy, cutty, karate, movie, e. How's that? It felt like that was way more words, but I'll accept that. I, <laughs> it's uh... just the syllables, mate. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Too many syllables to count as words to me. I also would have accepted dun, 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 dun. I think that's six, isn't it? Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. yeah. Count, count it on my that. fingers, yeah. <laughs> so this movie opens in like the most bold way. It's just like, Mortal Kombat! Dun, 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 does it? It's like... It's not shy. It's fucking bold. It goes full it's straight on ham, in. Straight away. Like, there's like 0 to 100 immediately. It really does. It's like confident in its own assetry, like completely. <laughs> assetry. So I'm going to give <laughs> a complete assetry. It is. It's so 90s. It's unfucking believable. So I'm going to give you guys a, a loose story base for you listeners who maybe haven't seen this film. So Liu Kang's brother is killed and he sees oh, a dream. Spoilers. Uh, Spoiler alert. Um, if you don't want any oh, yes, spoilers shit. for this movie, get to like the last five minutes. You'll be all right. The last five? Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this happens like instantly right away. Uh, so <laughs> Luke Kang's brother's dead. It starts off with him straight up dead, which he sees in a dream, uh, which makes him go back to the temple that he trained in. Is he an ex-monk? Is he an ex-monk? Is that what we're supposed to believe, yeah. guys? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, then we see Sonya, and she is chasing Kano in a 90s club, which is like, it's like the Matrix. It's like the start of Blade. Like, it's super 90s. Everything's sweaty. Maybe lots of leather. I'm feeling it. Can we roll uh, back two seconds got... to the, the bit yeah, where go. Liu Kang, his brother, gets killed? Did you yeah. catch what the, uh, the what's it called now? The little, like, t- not telegram, but almost telegram that he got. Do you catch what it said? Yeah, it just said brother dead, right? <laughs> it was like it was like Liu Kang, brother dead, come home, dad. And that was it. <laughs> I think you used to have to like pay by the word or something or letter, so that makes sense. It was just oh, such really? a funny thing to see. I'm like, brother dead, come home, bye. And that's it. It's like fuck dude. See you later. Yeah. It was from uh what's that? I can't, I can't even think of the name. Never mind. It's from Western like, Union. Western Union. Yeah. Yeah, which you used to like send money to like illegal things abroad just so yeah. you can't get tracked with it uh then what happens so we've got johnny cage so he's an actor isn't he and his agent is basically tells him to take place in the tournament however we, we however we find out that this agent is actually shang sung and i will come back to that later on because that really baffled me as to why he was getting someone involved in the tournament that he wanted to win yeah did that that didn't make sense to me at all did you think the same thing Looking back, kind of, like, yeah, I guess, like, it's all that you're super confident and he might actually be shit. But he actually does turn out to be, like, an amazing fighter. So I think Shang Tsung might have just, like, cooked himself there. Ah, right, okay. So maybe he was wanting someone who was just a bit shit. I didn't think I'd ever say the phrase, he's cooked himself on the podcast. I'm so (laughs) sorry. cooked yourself. I've never even heard that before, but I'm going to use it from now on. That's the quote for the episode. 
I check what it means first, Haz, mm. before you start saying it to people. Okay. Oh, you just cooked yourself what there, is, buddy. Is that a new term? Combat. Is it like cook? a sexy thing? It's um uh, no C U C K. Oh, that kind of cook. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> Not like cooking right, a grenade. Right. I know what that Or like a be. flambe. That's what I thought you meant, like his flambe had collapsed in the middle or something. <laughs> he flambeed himself. Poor guy. He did. <gasps> My spinach puffs, as uh, Crunk says in the Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> <laughs> so our heroes meet on a boat. A very misty boat. He's got a pretty misty boat with Shang Tsung. And we meet Raiden, who is a lightning god. Is that right? Is he a lightning yes. god? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so he's a lightning god. And he just basically splurges the details of the tournament in a terrible, terrible accent. Like Christopher Lambert in this film is pretty awful. It changes constantly I thought he was, as well. It does. Also, his voice is ADR'd for most of it. <laughs> like It's like he, he did a voice on set that they were like, no, that's not gaudy enough. And then they just put over him going, ah, Liu Kang. And he's like, I don't know. His voice is just shat. I'm it so glad I'm not the only one that thinks that because it was almost such a distraction. I couldn't get over the it fucking was. voice. It really I was. Just, I couldn't get Because like, uh. he's supposed to be quite good in Highlander, right? Like Highlander's supposed to be a pretty good Yeah, movie. all I was waiting for is him to say, there can only be one the entire time because his, exactly, his voice yeah. is just considering he's got such a unique voice it was terrible in this film it was yeah it was pretty bad i think they did get him to do a voice and then afterwards they were like we can't use that that's fucking terrible <laughs> but so it's not much better did you guys know it's the very liberal use of like um the, this quite a tiny bit but the use of like fatality and flawless victory and shit. Yeah, yeah, they used it a he, lot. He says yeah. flawless vi- They say flawless victory once in the right context. Yeah, they- and then the rest of the times it's like he got hit like fifty times. That's not flawless, if anything. It was the yeah, the yeah. not allowed to get hit. It was the the Goro fight. That, that, that oh, especially yeah. when he went flawless victory. It's like Goro just got punched and kicked about nineteen times. If it, yeah, that doesn't. And put yeah. the dip. Yeah, you were proper like <laughs> cock shot. I, I did not expect that out of this film, and that was probably one of my favourite parts. I was like, "That's a where yeah, Raiden, yeah. Uh, not right. Is it Raiden or Raiden? Ra- uh, Raiden. Raiden's is the, the Metal the Gear Solid yeah. guy, isn't he? So where yeah, Raiden, Raiden. Right. punches that guy in the uh, in the oh, what's it in the stands. He's like, "Ah, yes, yeah. sorry." I was like, that's yeah, yeah I know. so so <laughs> out of such character. weird little comedy moments. Yeah, right. Yeah. Let's get back to the the rest of the actual episode. Okay, uh, and well, the only final thing about that is that the Emperor of Outworld is going to take over Earth if he wins ten successful, uh, no, sorry, ten successive tournaments of Mortal Kombat, and this is the ninth. So this is like <laughs> the final one. Wait, well, shouldn't it be the tenth? Yeah. This is the tenth one. Yeah, he says yeah this, this is the tenth one. Is it? I, yeah. I He's thought done he nine. Says this is the ninth. Yeah, sorry, that's right. Yeah, no, he fine. says we've done nine others. This is the last one, uh, <laughs> and that's pretty much where it kicks off. So, is this the same story as any of the games? Like, is that the gist that the emperor wants to take over? Yeah, that is a good question. I I don't think I've ever paid enough attention to the story in the games because I usually get bored. Right, because I know because Jordan, you've got some of the games, haven't you? Because we played one at yours, right? Uh, yeah, like XL or something like that. I might be wrong, XL, but yes. I don't think it expanded too much on the story in the like the original games. I think it's only when it started to get later mm-hmm. on when it did. So it obviously heavily relies on the original more like Mortal Kombat One and Two and stuff 
and that's where it pulls a lot of its references from. But I don't think it. I, I think yeah. the the movie. I might be wrong. If anyone's listening, please tell us. But <laughs> I, I I think that a lot of the games may be built upon the film. Really, really basic lore the film created. I think so because this this Maybe. one's ninety five, isn't it? Yeah, so it was only the first two games. Yes, and I've played the Mortal Kombat games, but only like pretty casually. Um, but I think yeah, I think you're right. In the the newer ones, especially the last one as well, there is a lot more lore and story. So they were probably just making up a lot of it for the movie. Um, yeah, yeah. Right. I'm trying to think if the cartoon was out by this point. Do you do you remember the cartoon that was on Fox Kids? There was a cartoon for Mortal Kombat. What? Vaguely. Yeah, it was. And it was actually quite good. From what I remember, I quite enjoyed it as a kid. I like Lucy, had you seen wow. this film bef- before? I had seen this film before, but probably like over a decade ago. It was a long time. So it it was it was proper nostalgia watching this kind of as you mentioned i think you can't get any more 90s than this mortal kombat movie <laughs> so it, it gave yeah, me all the nostalgic feels it's very of its time it's, it's actually directed by paul ws anderson and if you don't know who that is after two years after this movie he actually made event horizon and that was like touted as an amazing sci-fi film it was we've spoke about it before haven't we jordan it was essentially like warhammer it. 40k um, we should we should watch that. That's a pretty decent film. It's <laughs> it's like Warhammer when going through the chaos. That a ship goes through the warp. Um, yeah, a warp thing, and when it comes back, everyone's gone, and then they go to find this this ship derelict. It's kind of dead space feeling, that kind of thing. Uh, it, I I think you actually quite like it. That sounds sick. Um, My only so concern did, is it's from nineteen ninety seven. So I'm not sure how it'll stand up, but yeah, I'll give it a watch. It's held up all right. It's held up all right. It's got Sam Neill and Lawrence Fishburne in it. Oh, damn. And who else is in it? Yeah. Uh, the guy who plays Malfoy's dad. Is it Jason, uh, Jason Isaacs? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he's in it as well. He, he's to be fair, there. I watched it uh, so, not, not long ago for the first time. And I really I really enjoyed oh, really? it. And you're definitely right. It, it, it has that dead spacey feel, feel. But it also... I don't know if anyone watched like Hellraiser. It's a little bit has that kind of feel to it as well. It's Hellraiser yeah, in space. Yeah. It's like Hellraiser yeah. and the Matrix yeah. put together. It's like that kind of yeah. It's it's a weird film, but it's it's pretty cool. I'd like to go back and watch it. That sounds so but weird. He's, he's not I'm made down. very many. Yeah, it's, it, let's let's be down. Let's do it. He, <laughs> he hasn't made any very many good films. I'll say this guy. Uh, after these things, he did write all of the Resident Evil movies, which, as we know, aren't very good other than the first one. The second one's all right. Um, Nemesis. Is, is that when Nemesis starts to I care? I don't think I've seen that one. I love you, I'm is Nemesis. That one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... yeah. I will yeah. not It's where the guy's you. running over all what? of the zombies as well, and he's like, turn points, which really made me laugh when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, this guy's actually making, he's written the new Monster Hunter as well, which doesn't, give me much confidence in the new Monster Hunter film no, I, I saw a clip of yeah. that and I, I, I still personal opinion just don't look impressed it just looks like they've gone oh we need another film for Mila um, where should we put a Monster Hunter I do love Mila yeah. young bitch though she's great that's also her husband the guy who writes was oh, it yeah. Well, there you go then. Makes sense. Yeah, that's why she gets all, all the main roles so <laughs> he's basically just funding his own household Tim Burton's there yeah, yeah. Oh, I love me doing what? Sorry, great. Tim Burton. Sorry, doing a Tim Burton. Oh yeah, Tim Burton has like his whole family in all his movies. 
He does. Yeah. Yeah. And always Johnny Depp in white face paint. <laughs> always. Yeah. <laughs> always. <laughs> this man's too tanned for me. Make him look Why malnourished now. <laughs> like, oh. Like, I'll, I'll say about this film, like, it's not, it's not a good movie, but you could, if you're looking, you know, if you're looking for dense plot and characters, this is not the movie. <laughs> but I could see this being quite fun if you were sat with friends eating pizza, getting a bit drunk. Like, it's one of those films to just have on in the background. Like, maybe if you've been playing games all night and you're having a break to get takeaway... This could be something that you'd stick on. What What do you think, Nick? Yeah, I definitely agree with that. It's uh, yeah. It, I love it because it's like a nostalgia hit, but it's never a film that you're going to take particularly serious. So I'd just sit there and relax and just let the pure '90s cheese splurge you all over. <laughs> Juicy. Juicy, I love it. So with that, <laughs> let's let's get into what actually happens in the film then. So we, we get our first real intro to the main characters and our antagonists aboard Sang Shung's Misty Boat, as we said. And it was here that it kind of dawned on me that this film was only made to show Sub-Zero and Scorpion. Like when those two step out, it's like, oh, this is awesome. And it's only their scenes throughout the film that are actually any good, like their fight scenes later on. So Sub-Zero um, freezes and breaks that guy's gun. Or is it... Who's, whose gun does yeah, he break? Sonya's gun. Is it yeah, Sonya's, Sonya's gun? I was going to yeah. say, I can't remember whose it was. Uh, which we actually see in the new trailer as well, don't we, Nick? We were talking about that the other day, that he, he snaps the end of the gun yeah. off again. Or freezes the shotgun, sorry, as it shoots into his face. Which is a kind of a nice reference to this film. Uh, and we see Scorpion's gross hand thing, which is not a blade in no, this it's... one. Is it ever... It, yeah. yeah is it always a blade in the game yes yeah they made it a weird snake <laughs> thing for the film i don't know why I, why i didn't know what yeah. it was was it a snake was it a lizard is it a bird yeah it looked it looked like a, <laughs> a, a is it a bird, bird? Yeah. is it a plane <laughs> it like a bird's head <laughs> just shoots a plane out <laughs> i there was a bit when again skipping forward there's a bit where that thing hits a tree and breaks yeah, yeah. and it dies and they added yeah. what the f- They'd like fuck was that? Blood yeah. and flesh what around fuck it. What kind of weapon is that? <laughs> I don't know. It's it a bit slams shit. into he a just pulls tree. The head off, doesn't fucking it? dies. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, "Do you have another one of those? Is that the only one? Is this what's happening? I'm confused." Maybe, maybe they were planning for the sequel, and that's when he gets the blades. Maybe they were thinking like he he levels up. Although they, you know they kill him, don't they? He's a bit like Wolverine. Yeah. Before he's got bone claws, now he's got adamantium. Scorpion's got a fleshy whip and now he's got a metal whip it's the screenshot you put on twitter as well and the animation's not even on his hand it's like all the way down yeah it just misses yeah I, I i actually i was watching it back as i was making my notes earlier and i was like I, it like flicked past and i was like hang on go back go back enhance <laughs> like zoom in you know it was that kind of thing yeah, and it's for any any listeners check out on the Twitter. You can see that it's not actually coming out of his hand; it's coming out of his sleeve. But it's a CGI thing, so why is it coming out of his sleeve? It's just like yeah. it's just misaligned. It's the worst CGI in the uh, movie. That, that that the CGI is thing. oh, it's dog shit. It's real. Yeah, when it comes out of his hand, it's like the most puppet warped like Photoshop. Yeah, image when his skin unfolds, it looks absolutely terrible. And uh, Raiden just appears on the boat and just plaps both Sub-Zero and Scorpion just straight out. And I I, I thought that that kind of took away their threat a little yeah. bit. Do you yeah. know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. He just like turned up and was like, I'm so powerful. 
just kill them. Well, he doesn't kill them both, just disposes of them straight away. And he sort of calls out Shang Tsung saying that was against the rules to like have your fighters start fighting before the tournament. And like, I, I've got a, a question in my notes here. I, I guess I'll ask Jordan if you've played a lot of this. Are Shang Tsung and Raiden like opposites then? Are they almost like yeah. the queen to the king in the chessboard to the white and black, you know, teams? Pretty kind of, yeah. So it's it's really weird to explain, but it's like there's no balance in this movie. It's no. like no, then it's like Raiden's just like amazing and Shang Tsung's amazing, and then the two never fight, so you never know which one's better. But I don't know why. Mm. Shang Tsung's allowed to get involved with being magical, but Raiden's not. Raiden yeah. isn't, yeah. And then Goro's allowed, but is that I don't I don't get it. I'm I was confused a lot during this movie. That's understandable. Like it's a it's a very confusing film as as far as it goes. And like there's a lot of people in it. I'll get into the characters in just a moment. There's a lot of characters, but there's nothing that really explains any of them more than like a single line of dialogue, or it doesn't really go into much about them. Because like we've got we've got Liu Kang, who's an ex-monk with nothing to lose. We've got Sonya, who's the military agent. I've had to write all these down. We've got Johnny <laughs> Cage, who's an actor. Shang Tsung, because your soul is his. He wants to like take your soul. <laughs> Uh, Sub-Zero is super cool blue ninja we got Scorpion who's a super spicy yellow ninja we got Kano who's Australian but he's actually British the guy who is the character is actually British but because of this film they made him Australian in the later games right they liked the character that he did that much Mm, yeah it's because of this guy um what else have we got? We've got Goro, which is big arm boy. He's a big guy with like four arms got Reptile, which is a creature plus a statue equals a ninja, which that bit I have loads of problems with. I don't understand even how that <laughs> happened or why. And then uh, Kitana, who is a princess, but we don't know why or a princess of what. She was adopted. Just That's prin- all we know. Is, did we learn that? I, that completely passed me by. Yeah, that. that's yeah. like later I, near the end, I think. Yeah, it's like she's adopted. One line. They just say, your adopted daughter. And that's that. I think that's as much as you get from it. But yeah, it, it, but it, right, okay. the, whole, the whole film just plays with you. Like, like you mentioned before, how Sub-Zero and Scorpion are the big players for Shang Sun. Mm-hmm. Yet Sub-Zero's fight lasts all of about 10 seconds. Yeah, he got yeah. totally short It was just like, oh, yeah. the bucket of water will destroy you. Yeah, like, use the elements. Yes, yeah, so they killed the best character in the bucket. life or whatever. <laughs> it's like, I thought, yeah. isn't Liu Kang meant to be able to like use fire or something? Yeah, you can so shoot I was fireballs. Like, yeah. I, suppose, mm-hmm. I suppose fire gives life in certain situations. I was like, oh, use fireballs. And then he doesn't. And I was like, oh, okay. Never mind. That's where my mind went first as well, Fire. So I'm glad that you also thought that. Yeah. Because that makes way more sense to me that he was going to do that. The best fight in the film is the reptile one, in my opinion. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I, I think mm-hmm. that's my favorite fight because like the the scorpion one was okay, but it just felt a bit like him disappearing and then coming back and stuff like that was a bit weird. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't, I don't get it, well, the, but it's okay. The wasted like five but minutes let, of acrobat when he's spinning around on that pole just to go yeah. up and then fall. That was some impossible fucking trapeze, yeah, by the it, way. Yeah. You can't jump and pull yourself up like that. That made no sense. That's like yeah, the laws that of physics. Annoying. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Lulu, what did you think of the island? Because like, in, in my opinion, the island was a bit of like... Remember that 
uh, kids show was it Temple Run where you had to get the, oh my yeah. god the, the Golden Idols <laughs> it, re- it reminds yeah. me of like it's almost like a set but you know like where you play mini golf and they have like these big props yeah. and stuff it reminded me of that or like a kids theme park kind of thing which does yeah, fit, where it's all paper mache. Yeah, it fits the vibe, <laughs> but it, it's it's quite funny. I did I did like the boat. I I have to say I like the boat. The boat was cool. The boat was cool. It yeah, was the, cool. the 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 boat was the bits that looked probably the best were the boat and like that was very Hellraisery downstairs. Speaking of Hellraiser again, yeah. When all the chains were hanging down, it's like oh, I like what you've done with the place. And then the other bit that looked good was the scorpions fight when they went into yeah. hell. I'm yeah. thinking it's hell or whatever that dimension was. It was all like the bamboo scaffolding almost with all the strange stuff hanging in the red lights. I thought that looked pretty cool. So we get to the the island and we find out that the island is not on the, on the map. Like you can't get any signal there and the compass spins around. And for some reason, Liu Kang knows that. He was like, check your electronic devices. And it's like, how do you know that? You're some <laughs> random monk. <laughs> how, how do you know about electronics? Uh, oh. And then we get to to Shang Tsung with his oily men, his clan of oily men, and they're they're throwing a big <laughs> feast. Everyone sits down, and he says, I, "Again, I've got on my notes here that he says your planet." He mentions something about Earth and your planet. So is is the island not on the planet? See, or is Outworld not in on the that's, planet? That's Where what confused me because I was under the assumption that they were realms so outward was a realm like yeah dimensions. yeah not yeah. different planets yeah. and i think even in the games later on which probably helped because of the terrible film that yeah outworld is a realm and earth is a realm and there's different different mm-hmm. realms sort of thing I'd, but maybe it was just easy to say planet so that people would understand because raiden does say yeah, at I one guess. point worlds there's different worlds. What? I don't know. It's just a bit confusing. <laughs> yeah. Just confused us all. Like none of us know. <laughs> I think saying realms makes it sound less sci-fi, which yeah. I think is what they were going yeah. for, like a more mystical vibe. And that realm sounds yeah. more mystic than I'm, I'm jump, I'm hopping on a rocket ship and going to a different planet kind of thing. That's yeah, my guess okay, anyway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I think I, I think I understand then what they were trying trying to go for. Uh, Shang Tsung also then pulls out a bit of a, a bit of a, of a shit move. He goes, "Enjoy the feast," and then all the oily men tip over the tables like instantly. It's like, "Hey, I was fucking eating that." There's like loads of food. I'd love that if and he anyone says, was gay there who joined, and then, and then he was like, yeah. "They were like, oh damn, <laughs> oh, like, that's time for thing. a demonstration." <laughs> yeah. Just like, oh, the food, oh, oily men, okay. Like, sweet. I'll forgive you, Shang Tsung. (laughs) You Uh, win this round. (laughs) Fatality on me. (laughs) (laughs) So Sub-Zero decides that they're going to have a demonstration with a fight. And the Freeze Boy is going to fight the the muscliest, oiliest man in the room who is just straight up for fighting Sub-Zero, knowing blatantly what is going on because... (laughs) He They're part of the there. same class, so he knows he's gonna die. Yeah, he. But he's like totally confident that he's gonna <laughs> beat Sub Zero, that we know is not gonna happen. And Sub Zero just freezes him straight up like a crispy ice pop, and he is dead, straight up dead. And his CGI head lands at the foot of Shang Tsung. And what does he say, Jordan? Flawless victory. And then he did yeah. he said the line. That's the only flawless indeed. victory in the film, like we said, yeah. only one. Yeah, yeah, it's that's the, the only, only one. one that's, that's justified. The, the only single one. Only because the guy yeah, just I... was dancing about for like 30 seconds. 
It's like giving him a chance yeah, to charge up his him. ice muscles. <laughs> yeah, the big swelling ice muscles. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I said ice muscles. I, uh, I was about I, uh, to say something else, but it worked. Well, I'm keeping it. Go, going by how he dies later on, like this film seems to think that Sub-Zero and Scorpion are full of what give them their power. Because later on when Scorpion gets attacked and bleeds, he bleeds like fire. Like fire goo, straight up fire goo. <laughs> yeah. And Scorpion, when he gets stabbed, uh, sorry, Sub Zero, when he gets stabbed, ice comes out of him from where he gets stabbed. So they seem to go by the, the theory that they're full of the essence that they command. Or did the ice just really... freeze Sub Zero? Maybe. But that shouldn't have be able to happen. He's an icy boy. Right. We're arguing about like if it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> We've had the impossible acrobatics. Yeah. Goro with his four arms. And whatever shit Raiden yeah. does constantly. <laughs> you got sparky eyes, Annie. Sparky eyes. It can happen. Twinkle, twinkle boy. Twinkle boy. Twinkle, twinkle little star. Hey. Exactly. And speaking of Goro, can we get on to Goro? Because it's pretty cool that they did him with practical effects. His voice doesn't match up always or ever, if I'm honest. <laughs> uh, but it's kind of cool that it's like an extra torso and shoulders arms and head on top of an already ripped guy yeah so it makes this giant weird thing it did remind me of a goomba from the super mario brothers movie though his head yes, yes. that's exactly what it reminded <laughs> me of don't you think it looked similar yeah. yeah it looked really really similar uh and he's like so he's prince goro so he's the prince of a realm of people that live underground in outworld yeah. right Sub- so he's like some... subterranean is that like underground he's like Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. That's what that means. Yeah, Kano is not the uh, the brightest the brightest pencil in the tool shed, is he? He's, no. a, bit, he's a bit of a plank. <laughs> Big old thick boy, but yeah, he's a bit of a plank. Thick. So <laughs> thick. <laughs> Goro and uh, Kano have their own banquet hall, and they they end up leaving, and the heroes have been spying on him, and then suddenly. It's time to test your might again. Like it just comes in with the test your might and we get that sick soundtrack. And Liu Kang does like this weird little flip cartwheel. I don't know if you noticed. He like hits a load of people and then just flips over these things and just lands. And then, and then it cuts away. It just cuts away. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's so awkward. <laughs> oh, he just stands Jordan, there. Jordan, what did like you think of the melon. fight? Tell me, what do you think? He just what did you think about it? They're all melons. No, it was all right. It was it wasn't the worst <laughs> thing we've seen in the in the film. But yeah, th- no, no, it's not. Yeah, it's a funny line as well. Did you did you pick up on what Sonya says? Uh, just like I like them, like, dumb, just how I like them, dumb and stupid as well. dumb and ugly, dumb and ugly, dumb and ugly. <laughs> yeah, but they're all wearing masks. <laughs> yeah, how and does how she does, know they're ugly? And how does she know they're dumb? Like, <laughs> how, how does she know this? Prejudiced cow. Um, exactly. Yeah. Terrible. Script. Just, just a weird fight scene. Just a it very, is. well, it that's, is. that's not the weirdest thing about it though. It's because they tried to escape and then they end back up in the same room, which is they do. basically completely fucking pointless. <laughs> it's like the, um, <laughs> is it the Batman versus Superman thing where she throws the spear in the puddle and then she's like, oh, but I get that back. And goes and gets it like five minutes yeah. later. It's the exact same yeah. thing happens. It's like, what? Why? It's And then uh, Raiden turns up, doesn't he? And saves them because there's loads more yeah. enemies turn up with weapons. And then Raiden threatens them, which he's, he's been told he's not allowed to get involved with stuff. So technically he's going against his own rules. 
And it, it's from this point when that fight happens that the the people making the film must have realized like, oh shit, we've gone a bit long with the the getting to the island. We need some fighting to happen. Yeah. So then it just suddenly starts jumping between fights. So the next point gets to like Sonya and Kano's fight. Uh, what what did you think of this, Lulu? Could you, what did you think of, of Sonya and her fighting? It was quite satisfying because I fucking hate Kano. I'm sorry. Kano... He's a proper nerd. He's the def... I don't know if you know... He's the definition of a Chad. A Chad is basically <laughs> the guy version of a ca- uh, Karen. That is Kano. Yeah. He's just an arsehole. Yeah, yeah, he is. He is. I, it's, it's a shame though. Like, I... He's one of those characters that I like to hate. You know, like Joffrey in Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's, it's satisfying like, yeah. to hate him. It is, yeah. And I, I kind of wished he was in it a bit longer just for that. Like, I thought he was like a good motivating point for Sonya to like chase after him. So when he got killed real quick, I was like, oh, that's a bit of a shame. Mm-hmm. I wanted to like, I, I thought this was going to go a bit longer and annoy her and then she'd get all fired up and it'd be cool. But... He also says he, says he studied her moves. Like, I'm surprised this guy can fucking read. Like, <laughs> he, he's, he's a, like we said, he's completely thick. And he's, well, thick and thick. He's double thick. Double thick. He's a double thick boy. <laughs> Did you notice he spat on her leg as well when he's choking her? No, I no. didn't. Yeah, like, he, he, like, says something and a big glob of spit flies out of his mouth and lands on a leg. And I was like, oh, that was real gross. Uh, I bet, like, he was really embarrassed about <laughs> so that. So gloovy. Uh, they cut they cut, and she's yeah. like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, you just totally gauzed right on me. Did, did you notice? I, did anyone? Sorry, did you notice that like Sonya goes from being like really badass and everyone else takes loads of hits? She gets hit like twice and then she's out for their count. I was like, they kind of did a dirty there. I was like, she yeah. could. Yeah, they did. It's like she's special forces. She could deal with way more shit than that than some monk yeah, dude. Totally, That's not fair. She's um, she's yeah, she's military special forces, isn't she? So yeah. she's like. So she's undercover chasing Kano to get on this boat. That's something we missed out, we should have said before. Yeah. She's like gone after Kano and that's why she's gone to the island. So she's not actually part of the uh well, she's not supposed to be part of the tournament unless it's like fate. Shang fatality. Song she has to her. go. Yeah, exactly. Uh I, I actually knew the actor from another movie. Did you guys recognize him at all? Kano. No. Yeah, it drove me mad because I knew his voice. Not home and away, is it? Because it's he's Australian. No, he's not actually Australian. He's British. Oh, him, the actual guy, right. The guy is is British. Yeah, he's from Surrey. And he did an Australian accent for the character. However, I feel like he was doing an English accent and those guys thought he was Australian. So it was like, oh, we like the Australian. So he just sort of like rolled with it. It definitely sounded like that. Uh, it, was more, it was more kind of like a, yeah. a gangstery English that had the odd Australian twang. And then it, in, throughout the film, it slowly became a bit more Australian. Yeah, it was like someone from another part of the south of England, like Surrey, trying to do a Cockney accent, but not very well. <laughs> And it just came out Australian sometimes. It's similar to but, uh, what yeah. happened with um, Thinking in the Boys, isn't it? Carl Urban. Yeah, Carl Urban. Yeah. yeah. It's similar. It's like, I don't know if he's meant to be Australian or not, or British, because people keep calling him British, and that's not a British accent. No, no. Well, he's, he's from Thinking, isn't he? New Zealand. It's not even Australian. It's like some weird hodgepodge of accents that he's trying to do. But I, yeah. I like Carl Urban in that. I think he's a good character. He but is, yeah. It's not the best British accent. a good Kano. Um, it, oh yeah, fuck! He, he actually was. Kano, to be fair, yeah, it's English, but that make would, it yeah, spicy. Mate. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is, yeah. 
can I tell you where I realized I got this guy from? Yeah, because sorry. I was shocked. This film is Pirates of the Caribbean. He's in Pirates of the Caribbean. Who, no. who is he in that? Really? He's Grapple, which is one of the zombie pirates in the first one. And I'd also like to point out that that film is 20 years old in two years. Holy oh, shit. shit. 20 years. Can you believe Jeez. that? I feel old. So, yeah. <laughs> the dread he's, is setting He's the in. pirate. Yeah, again, let's not dread our listeners again with ages. Uh, yeah, he's the pirate who grabs um, Orlando Bloom's character and he says, say goodbye. And then the sign swings down and hits him through a window and he goes, goodbye. It, he's that guy who gets hit through the window. Oh. Did you have to Google yeah. that or did you just remember that really obscure character from this film that's not nearly 20 years old? <laughs> no, I remembered his voice first saying something like that and i had to go through his imdb and then i saw that it was pirates of the caribbean and i was like that's it that's the thing and it was it was just from the voice that i knew it just from the sound of his voice Jesus. which is very odd to recognize a character from a voice like fun that. fact I... uh there you go. yeah <laughs> you're gonna say something lucy no i was just gonna say um the this is jumping a little bit but there's a song in this movie that I knew I recognised from something else, and it's going to blow your mind when we get to it. I, I could I can say it now. I can leave it for the end. But the end song is in another movie, and I had to Google it because I was like, I, yeah, really, yeah. I I don't think you're going to tell, tell us now in case we forget. Okay. So the the end song in Mortal Kombat is the same end song in Wait for It, Mean Girls. What? It is, no. It is the si- No, it is the same song. I googled it because I watched Mean Girls on the weekend, and I was like, "Fuck it, I fucking recognize that song." And I looked, and it's the same song. In which bit of Mortal Kombat, though? What's the part of the film? Like, what? So you know the happening? the end bit where it's like all happy before the kind of la- the very last last scene. You know, when oh, they're all with, walking with the amazing CGI souls oh, that are flying yeah, around. Yeah, it's that one. Don't. <laughs> Holy shit, yeah. no way. That's mental. We'll have to do a side-by-side. We'll have to get like the clip of that and the clip of that. And we'll overlay it. Oh. We really well, we all know that Mean Girls took a big inspiration from the 1995 big yeah. hit Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same basic premise. Basically is, yeah. Basically is. So, Jordan, you, you mentioned before about the, the scorpion fight. And this is where we just get a sudden cut. Like it's just like suddenly, whap, we're in a forest. Yeah. And Where's this forest? Johnny on the Cage's fucking island. Walking. Why is he there? No idea. I don't. Understand. He doesn't say why Johnny Cage has gone for a wander in a forest. Like, is he been told to go there because that's where his fight's taking place? But either way, Scorpion's just there, chilling like a spud. He's just in his little pose with his hand out, like I'm ready for some dank high fives or some snake hands. Yeah, and then he because they don't have like an audience or anything either. No. So I don't know if he got ambushed, maybe. Because it felt oh, it, like he was just going for a stroll and yeah, then Scorpion it, just turned up. He's just going for a stroll on this weird island that he's never been to before and got lost in a forest and then attacked by a ninja. I just, yeah, it it's pretty badly done, isn't it? It's not great. It is. The bit where, the, it's not where good. it hits and it, the tree just killed me. I was like, this is the worst thing ever. This fight. I just think this whole, the whole thing with Scorpion, the only thing I like about him is his eyes. Like, I like the contacts that he's got in that, like, cloud his eyes over. Like, I think that looks pretty cool. Yeah. But, like, his voice going, get over here, is, like, got so much reverb it's on so it. It's so jarring, like, why is it that it? echoey? What? It's I, the same I, voice actor. I don't actor. know if it was a choice. It is, yeah. It's yeah. the same guy from the, the game, isn't it? Yeah. And I didn't know if that was intentional, that it was supposed to be like, 
he's a spirit because I know he's supposed to be like a, a spirit warrior thing, isn't he? Like he he's dead essentially. Yeah, pretty much. So I didn't know if it was supposed to be like his voice was you hear it in your head when he talks, and that's why it's kind of reverby. I don't. But or if it was it's, actually from him. He kept going like, "Get over here," or um, "Get down get here." Get down here. Come back here, <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. And it's like, mate, just say the. F- you don't have to say here after everything. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> you can only say those like three structured sentence words, and then the middle one changes. That's all he can change. Yeah, it's really like awkward when he goes out to a meal or anything because he's like, "Get bread here," when he's trying to get free bread. <laughs> get olives here. <laughs> exactly. Bill here. <laughs> Bill here. It's a shame with. Is it ever? Made sorry, it? go ahead. Ask. Hmm. I, would, I was just gonna. I, I no, was just go gonna say. It's a shame, really, that they didn't delve because obviously with the later games, there's so much more like back history to Scorpion and Sub Zero, and obviously they didn't have that back for the film. But like they're two like the more interesting characters, and I imagine in the the new one they do, they'll go into that. But they they just kind of it was just like we'll just have two generic ninjas. And just one can freeze, one's from hell, and that's it. But it's it's crazy that yeah, like I said, I mentioned before that the the two big bad guys fights are over in two seconds. Yet the one guy with dreadlocks at the start of the film had a like one the longest fight ever. Yet Sub Zero is dead in two seconds. Scorpions is a longer fight, but he's done. And then the one character out of all those guys that you don't even know anything about, the reptile. He gets like a biggest fight of everyone, but he's not even Reptile. been introduced about anything. It's just there. No, and then no, he he's comes a terrible from a CGI statue, yeah. fucking chest thing. Yeah, let's. We'll get to the the reptile fight definitely because that's one I want to talk about because that was actually a pretty cool fight. Um, is it ever mentioned with Scorpion why he has those things in his hand? In the no. in the games later on, that was basically his weapon. That he used. I can't remember what you call it. It's a, I think mean, it's a rope with some form of blade attached to the end of it. Yeah, yeah. The throwing yeah. Knife, um, isn't it? But I, it never delves into that in the in this film. It's just I think they just took it straight from the the game, and I don't think the gamer explained it either. No, I don't think. I, so. right, okay. I have a question actually. So okay, do you know when they're all sat at the feast at the start? Mm-hmm. Oily Men Clan, yes. Oily Men Clan, yep. That's, that's the one. Spermit I know Rona. it well. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, another guy sits down with them. So, yeah, I was like, okay, that's cool. He's just another human, uh, which is fine. He's just helping them fight. He gets killed. Is is he the same guy that fights Goro? <clears throat> because yes, yeah. that's him. Yeah, they like. The entire team like cries and is like, no, like scream. We don't get told who the fuck that is. I assumed it was Jax. No, I know. I assumed it was Jax yeah. because yeah, he's in that. the games afterwards as well. I was like, oh, he's going to rip his arms off and then he's going to get his robot hands. And that doesn't, it just kills him. And then he picks him up and it's just like, yeah. And everyone's really upset. And I'm like, I have no idea who this guy is. Should I be upset? Yeah, well, I were upset. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a yeah, fair I point because Johnny, I think it's Johnny Cage, screams like "No!" and it's so he dramatic. It's like I don't know who this guy is. I was like, "Have I missed something?" You've got to wonder. Maybe Johnny Cage is just practicing his acting chops. <laughs> that's a good shot. <laughs> you got well, look at my range. I can be upset when a man <laughs> dies. Shang <laughs> oh. Tsung's like, "Wow, wow, that was brilliant." Yes. <laughs> you got to wonder if he had a more when all this is over, kind of 
position in the film that they just cut because it's too much. Because it just seems a bit intense for them to be react like that to someone that we know nothing about. So it makes you wonder, yeah. did they just cut something out about him in the film? Because obviously there's no there's no real clean cuts in the film. The fact that you do a cartwheel and end up in a forest. Um, yeah, yeah, I think they've cut quite a lot out. Some of you snapped a guy's neck with, with how disjointed it feels. <laughs> I'm like, they clearly <laughs> don't, not that arsed, are they? <laughs> no, but this was actually supposed to be R-rated. You know, like the original script apparently was R-rated, and then they cut it down to a PG-13. Uh, so that's why, like, it isn't very gory. Really, there's not much gore happening. Obviously, people die, uh, and not then much like gore. scorpion. Oh. <laughs> yeah, gore. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Goro, you're just making me say Goro now. <laughs> so Scorpion pulls off his face as well, doesn't he? I want to just talk about the end of that fight because I actually quite like that fight. He pulls off his face and then his skull frowns. <laughs> and I don't know how a skull can frown. His skull morphs from a hue. It, it, I feel like they did the masking or didn't do masking at all because when he takes mm. it off, he goes from having a normal face to it then morphing into a skull and then it frowns. <laughs> it, there's like three distinguished sets of things really? that happen within, yeah. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, it, it it doesn't start off as a skull because obviously he has to take it off. And for them to do that, they've had to get him to take off the mask and then it shows his head in real life. So they've had to go, fuck, we need to get this to look like a skull now, but we don't have the defined oh, shape. Then... Yeah, so they've had to wait for right. him to take it off and then morph it. I didn't even notice that bit. I just noticed that yeah. the eyebrows come down on the, on, well, <laughs> Ang- skull brows? Angry skull. Skull brows? <laughs> yeah, he's an angry skull, and then he blows fire. And Johnny Cage hides behind a serrated shield, doesn't he, and throws a spear at him and spills out his blood fire goo. <laughs> and then he jumps over and chops him with it and chops his head in half, which is pretty brutal. And he screams like, ah! And <laughs> then he blows up for some reason. Yeah. And a uh, To My Biggest Fan card falls to the ground, which says that Scorpion has been going to conventions to meet Johnny Cage in the past. Maybe. I think. Yeah. Or did he? I think that was. Did Cage just carry it round? I can't remember if it's maybe. That's in later games, though, as well. As like an ender. So I think they did that as a kind of. I don't think it was ever in the earlier games, but they've definitely put that into the later games, whereby when you do a fatality or something, it drops a picture like that. So, yeah, well, I think have... that was more... Sorry, you go, Lulu. No, I was going to say, there's a couple of fatalities that Johnny Cage gets later on that are like really proper cheesy with like paparazzi cameras and the autographs and stuff like that. So I quite liked it. I thought it was... It, it felt very authentic to that character, which a yeah. lot of these... Oh, fatalities okay. don't really to me anyway um so i thought it was funny <laughs> yeah the- yeah it's definitely funny there are some pretty funny moments like i like it when johnny cage arrives on the island right at the start and he's carrying all, all of his suitcases and he falls in the water and just goes oh and he just like <laughs> face plants in the water like that bit had me rolling i thought that was carrying the luggage up, up the stairs as well the luggage is cgi for some reason when it pans out why did yeah. they see it? why wouldn't they just carry some boxes or something and just drop real boxes well it's those stairs are all cgi as well that it's a map but they painting, have to be it? walking up like a real staircase i'm sure it wouldn't be too difficult to like well, you wouldn't drop think, no like i i can't think what the production must have been like for this film like a nightmare, i know that the, i'd imagine 
a definite nightmare. I know that the island they went to was so remote, they had to build an outhouse toilet for the crew because oh, that it was like an hour back to the mainland or something. It was filmed in Thailand, and I, I'm, I'm pretty sure... Well, it looks like the island that they did uh, The Man with the Golden Gun on, the James Bond film. Okay. Uh, with Scaramanga and his three nipples, if you remember that film. I've never seen <laughs> any James Bond film before Daniel Craig. Fucking Jeez. <laughs> what? It annoys me so much that you haven't seen films. <laughs> Harrison, this is the only time I've seen Harrison genuinely angry. <laughs> it annoys me so much. And you, like you'll see on the cam, all the all the viewers are just seeing like this legit rage. <laughs> You're like Scorpion, my blood has turned to fire goo. <laughs> do, do you think, by the way, that the people who designed Goro were really, really happy with what they did? Because he's never with he's never not moving any of his arms at one point. Flailing everywhere. He's all, they're always going I somewhere. I it's reckon like that they're inflatable dead arm man from Family Guy. <laughs> the wacky <Yeah>. waving inflatable <laughs> arm tube man. Yeah. Ah, that I'd love to see that in I'd, I'd like to see Goro doing that. Like <laughs> He's a bit of a showboat as well, isn't he? He's yeah. always fucking shouting about his his big old muscly arms. It's his bottom anyway. two There's arms. a brutality. There's a, a brutality in one of the games where um, instead of doing like a full fatality thing, if they're low enough health, if you pull off like a crotch uppercut, they just explode. Or like just their legs <laughs> are left. Nice. Yeah. It's, it's, are the legs still stood up? Yes. And then they fall over. <sighs> I'm pretty sure. That physics doesn't make sense, but I'm fine with it. <laughs> I need this. I need it. Need to see that shit. Sorry, Lucy. Uh, I think Goro I does actually you. kill like... Oh, God, Lucy. Oh, no, I was just going to say something on the James Bond side of things because I was looking up trivia um, after, <laughs> okay. after I watched the movie and there was there's like a couple actors that were supposed to be in this that turned like, turned it down or had something else. Sean Connery mm-hmm. was supposed to play Raiden, but he turned it down. He did, yeah, because he wanted to play golf or something was in the trivia, Yeah, right? he was like, this is too physical of a role <laughs> for me. Um, <laughs> he wasn't about it. Did. <laughs> Raiden doesn't even do anything. He sits on some steps. He sits oh. around and he's dressed like Gandalf and just like spouting wisdom. He is like a yeah. knockoff Gandalf. He is. I he says, get follow that me. And then he teleports away so people can't follow him. <laughs> yeah, in that <laughs> real dick. good CGI lightning that flies up oh, the that stairs. That irritated me. me so much. Flies. It's like, he follow- then he gets up there and they've walked two feet up the stairs and he's just sat there. It's like, why? Why could he not just walk? Why? Why did he need to go? <laughs> lightning bolt <laughs> yeah. himself up the stairs. We could have had this conversation downstairs. What yeah. the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> they had to go outside so he could go. It has begun. And then Shang Tsung goes. It has begun. Like right away, like and then he does echo. that big. Yeah, that big skull, like CGI smoke thing that he generates out of his own <laughs> mind or whatever it is. Oh God. Yeah, Shang Tsung does some pretty hilarious stuff. And like he is probably the best thing about this film. Like that act is pretty good. I saw a, a piece of trivia about him that he turned up to his audition in costume <laughs> and did it stood on a chair. He just stood on a chair and like gave the, his fucking lines and they were, they didn't even see anyone else. They were like, Yeah, this guy's having it. This guy so thinks they just he's gave a real warlock. <laughs> <having laughs> he it. is a warlock. <laughs> I mean, I like to think he turned up in that leather jacket and that was just his. <laughs> yeah. It's like the floor-length leather jacket. Wow, where did wardrobe get that? It. <laughs> it's like, where, where did Ward get what? You're a wizard, Shang Tsung. 
<laughs> he is. He, he sucks a man's soul into his eyeball. Did you see yeah. that? Yeah, what that was didn't that make about? any sense. No. He like spiraled into it like he was going down a toilet as well. <laughs> yeah. But he got the other guys through his hand though. He did. I don't what? It doesn't matter the orifice, it goes I... anywhere. That's nope. it. <laughs> There's one guy who sucked him in right through his schween. <laughs> Had to be cut to the PG thirteen. That's Mortal Kombat XXX. Oh wow. Ah, sorry, okay. My my mistake. <laughs> Uh, Jordan, what did you make of Outworld? Because after this, Shang Tsung just like nopes on out of here and decides that Sonya is going to be the final battle and just takes her to Outworld. And now he's deciding he's going to fight in it. But Raiden can't go, which I didn't understand. Neither Why can't I. Raiden go to Outworld? Sorry, all I can think of now is that you said that the guy got sucked into a Shween. All I can think is spiritual sounding. And I'm really sorry. Oh, you no. You have to experience that. <laughs> ah. You could have kept that to yourself. <laughs> no, you have to suffer with me. Um, again, they did Sonya dirty because she's like, did fair play to the actress. She's actually screaming, and it it was it yeah. was really like unsettling to hear. But uh, yeah, just they did her dirty again, where she's just like helpless. I'm sorry, my, yeah, my dog's she's tied a lot up. Noise. Well, she's like chained up. Yeah, she's at the top been... of this terrible CGI castle. Like it looks like. SNES 3D she graphics. Got, yeah, she's when getting pulled off, off on the way through this like portal. That came out wrong. <laughs> Going through this portal. Um, and then what does what does Raiden say? He says something to Liu Kang. Oh, fuck. I forgot. It's something really stupid anyway is running in with this film. But he says... Uh, yeah, I was going to say He's shocking. like, uh, I can't go. And then Liu Kang's like, it's because... But we need to go because that's where she is. And then he's like, you're learning. It's like, what the fuck is this? It's like, what? No shit. Yeah. Oh, it's the dumbest thing. No, he says like, oh, if she refuses to fight, then they win. And it's like, fucking good job, genius. Right, go, get out. <laughs> That's how battles work. <laughs> also, yeah. I, I had to add this, that Raiden had a leaf caught in his hair at this bit <laughs> and it was just like flapping about. And I felt like Austin Powers in Austin Powers 3, you know, with the guy with the mole on his face where you can't stop looking at <laughs> mole. him. I was looking at the leaf like, boy, oh, boy, a boy. <laughs> leafy, 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 leafy. <laughs> uh, I used yes. to have a mole on my face. So then, I got bullied for that shit. That was awful. Really? Yeah, man. In like no school, yeah. That was, that film did not Kids help me at all. That film made it infinitely oh, worse. Sorry, right, I have a beard now. <laughs> Fuck you guys. You just cover it up. No, it's not there anymore. I shaved once and it's gone. I was like, <laughs> ouch, never mind. <laughs> just like chops it right Yeah, up. exactly. I was like, holy fuck, this is insane. I grow a beard again. Self-plastic surgery is a wonder. <laughs> you know me. <laughs> me and my body modifications. <laughs> Move uh, on, go. Right, we need to talk. Yes, go, go. We need to talk about Outworld. So this is where we get our sweet reptile fight. Uh, reptile is like this weird CGI little gremlin thing that Liu Kang grabs hold of that is invisible on a wall. We don't know how he can see it, but he, it's there. And he grabs it and he throws it and it lands on this weird statue that has a hole in its chest. And then the statue grows like spaghetti tentacles and wraps reptile in it. And then now the statue turns into reptile the ninja. Yes. Logic. Lulu. Can you give me the logic behind that? I don't... <laughs> I wish I did. But the one thing that... <laughs> I don't know if anyone else thought this as well, but the reptile 
reminded me of is it Randall from Monsters Inc? Like the more yes, yeah, it, it did. did. <laughs> it really did. Yeah, I couldn't stop thinking. What hell that. of a lot worse textured. Like it was so shiny. It had no like normal maps like on games to give anything texture. It was just smooth like and solid shiny. color. Yeah, it was like someone had painted it up for like the N sixty four or something. Uh, him and they, they they both like kicking. I've got a note here. They both like they kicking. Like There's a lot yeah. of kicking in this fight. Uh, Jordan, you said you liked this fight. Was there anything that particularly made it pretty good for you? Uh, sorry, yeah, my dog just made some incredibly weird noise. So they, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was basically that. <laughs> That's what I said. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, there was <laughs> what the shit was the that? usage of the environment and the camera cutting back and forth was just loads better than the other fights. It felt like it was. It was more well scripted. I think it was closer to a modern day fight scene. Because that's, that's the thing I was looking at throughout this. I was like, the fight seems to be so much better in the new movie. But it's yeah. not like we've changed how fighting works in the past, like, 30 years of film. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't see how they could make it any better. It's all just going to be down to camera angles and better CGI, isn't it? Yeah, so, it's going to be how, how they cut it. Yeah. And, yeah. But it's, like, the choreography is obviously going to be a lot better. It, I think. it was a decent fight scene. There were a few bits where I was like, how has this happened? But other than that, it was good. I enjoyed it. <laughs> you mean like the bit where Liu Kang kicked reptiles so many times that he did 10 backflips out of a hole in the wall? Yes. That and the bit where he... he hits the spinny thing, then it spins around, the reptile dodges it, and then goes, oh, I'm safe now, forgetting that Liu Kang's on the other end of the spinny thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? <laughs> I know you're a reptile, dude, but what the hell? Yeah, but you've got like some kind of physics logic. Yeah. I also like the bit where worms come out of him at the end. I don't know why worms come out no of him. No idea. Did anyone see that? Not a clue. Do rep- is it because reptiles eat worms? Is this like the logic that we're stretching to? It wasn't full of worms before, and it came out alive. So where did the worms come oh, from? Yeah. That's, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, the reptile came back out, and then Liu Kang like, curb stomps it, doesn't he? He just like, goes, ha-cha, and like, <laughs> stamps on that shit. So, yeah, where do, wait, where did the worms and maggots come from? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Like, what was this? I'm feeling like maybe I'm going to go back and watch the cartoon to see if these statues come into it anywhere. <laughs> oh, I love the but idea of the cartoon. Like... Just like, don't ask. <laughs> like, wow, look at that statue. And they're just like, no, please don't. <laughs> Ugh, it's got worms in it. Yeah. Yeah. The, I, the only thing I remember about the, the cartoon was that the Native American guy could make green portals to go into Outworld. Like Nightwolf or something like that. Yeah, Lulu, do you remember that? Do you remember his name at all? I can't remember off the top of my head because honestly, I didn't watch that much of it as a kid. It was only bits mm-hmm. and pieces. I was more Thundercats kind of gal. Um, ah, but okay. um, I think so. I, th- I don't know the name though. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't tell yeah. you off the top of my head. Got it. Is it Knife Wolf? Knife Wolf. Yes. Yeah. Knife Wolf. Because so, he, he actually is. Knife Wolf. <laughs> that's a pretty sick like 80s band name. Knife Wolf, yeah. Or, or just like a really scary animal, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, a wolf that's got thumbs and just like brandishes knives, <laughs> or a wolf that someone's just taped knives to. E- either way, it's pretty scary. Oh god, isn't that Wolverine? When you think about it, yeah, I know. Yeah. It is, yeah. Man with knives taped to his hands. Can, <laughs> taped to his hands. All I can picture is Crack Fox now. Up the Crack Fox. <laughs> crack Fox. Yeah, <laughs> anyone who doesn't know what Crack Fox is, go and YouTube that for some uh, the mighty Boosh wonderfulness. Way scarier than I remember. It being when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. Way scarier. Definitely scarier. 
Uh, let's talk about the final showdown, shall we, guys? Because we are coming up to the end of this now. We have, we've made our way all the way to Outworld. So Shang Tsung's, we've been over his terrible CGI castle, and Liu Kang got a haircut. His hair was different at the end, which I was like, what? He's got what? some beautiful locks, like maybe, though, hasn't he? That is he's some, got some proper gorgeous hair. hair. Oh, he does. Mm, he does. It's like the... Uh, the 80s band hair, isn't it? Like short fringe, but long at the back. It's a like mullet. almost a mullet. Yeah, yeah it's, it's actually, it's, it's a mullet, but not spiked up on the top, isn't it? And then we get the test, your might again, and we're ready to fight. And this song was made for this film, right? Am I correct in assuming that? That's a very good question. I think so. I'm pretty sure it was, because I think that like the studios before, like I think Sony Pictures were supposed to do this film, and... The people who were making the film really wanted like an EDM soundtrack. And Sony were like, no, we want like 80s, 90s rock. So they, they, they pulled it out and they went with a really small record company, uh, a really small um, production company, sorry. And the record went platinum. How? Like they sold millions of copies of this album just Did for you? that song, which I... It's yes. good. It's a it's a good thing. I mean, I'd say it's nineties good. Maybe maybe it's just nineties good. <laughs> Have you noticed uh, it sounds a little so bit yeah, like rhythm they... as a dancer. Does it? A time to me it does. I don't know if I'm just completely wrong, but like a little bit of the intro. Sing rhythm as a dancer for no. Me? <laughs> is it is it the bit where That's it's like did 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 I've just exactly yeah. that I know bit, you should, yeah, yeah it, I I get where you're coming from, John. It it does have that like pure cheat it's probably it's probably just because of like hardcore like dance scenes back in the 90s were just loving it all i can think is the words i can't think of the music when did that come out when did that song happen oh my god this when? is some of the mean girls 1992 thing. Is in this as well <laughs> so, so it came out before yeah they might have stole it yeah they maybe they were yeah in, yeah they tried to get rhythm as a dancer, and they weren't allowed, so they had to make their own song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also something we didn't point out, uh, speaking of other like game movies and stuff, uh, Johnny Cage was supposed to be played by Jean-Claude Van Damme, as the character was based on him, and he turned the character down to do Street Fighter instead. Yes, I saw that. That is such a weird... I wonder if he... Yeah, that's like, even then though, like, I think he was, at that point, Jean-Claude Van Damme took himself very seriously. Apparently he was a bit of a jeb. At I that think point. he still does. And yeah, he's got, a, apparently he's got a little better, like, because he was in that film recently where he was kind of playing an actor, like a washed up uh, thingy yeah. actor. And yeah, I think he was like, I'm not playing something that's taking the piss out of me. And then stupidly did, well, a, a, an attempt at an American accent to do, uh, is it Guile? It's Guile, isn't it, in Street Fighter he played? Yeah, he tried to do an American accent, but it's basically just Belgian still. Which is the worst but out of the not... two films? Ooh. I think, well, I can't really remember Street Fighter. I remember bits. I want to watch it again. So maybe we'll do, we'll watch that and do an episode about that too. We could, maybe we could do like, um, a movie of the month. Maybe we could watch a game movie each month or something like that. Maybe we could do Street Fighter next. I don't think I could survive that. There's a, there's a, a, a cool and wholesome fact about Street Fighter. Um, the guy that played the main bad guy, I can't remember what his name is. 
M. M. Bison. Bison. Uh, Raul Julia. Do you know that he did that film just because his kids, because he was he was dying at that point of of cancer, and he wanted to yeah, do something that his kids would enjoy, and I think they liked Street Fighter at the time. So that was the reason he, he did that film. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah. yeah. That is sweet. It is. He's a great actor. Like him as Gomez Adams in the Adams so family good. is like so, oh, yeah. so good. good. That is one of the best roles there is. Iconic. I actually saw the stage show of the Adams family and that was really good as well. They did all the sword fights, you know, like jumping around and shit. I am that's so really jealous. Cool. I saw clips of that in London. Um, it looked amazing. It was good. It came to Manchester. Uh, they're actually doing a Wednesday Adams series, aren't they? Is it Tim Burton doing it? Yeah. I, it Tim Burton ooh, I didn't know it was Tim Burton. I wasn't sure if it was. Tim, Johnny Depp will be playing Wednesday He'll be Adams. Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Pale enough in that white makeup. Yeah. So, Jordan, tell me about the final battle with Shang Tsung, please, because we need to get into this testing of our might. There was punching and kicking, then a few... <laughs> And then a few people get summoned out of the ground that come out of really convenient holes in the floor. There are. That bit I've confused me again. The end of this fight, you know. I, I Really? I've compla- I watched it not two hours ago, three hours ago, and I've completely forgot the ending fight. I know that the spikes come out of the ground, out of the dragon thing. They do. Yes. And then... Because Shang Tsung is trying to trick... Uh, Liu Kang to push him onto the spike. Yes, it's not actually a massive Sha- fight, is a- it? <laughs> the majority of it's, it's talking not- between some It is, yeah. It, it doesn't feel like a last fight. Like I felt like there was going to be something else after this. Yeah. Because they, they mentioned the Emperor through the entire film. Shao Kahn. And then you don't see him. Yeah, Sha- that's right, Shao Kahn. Yeah, I couldn't remember who it was. And then we don't see him until like the last 30 seconds of the film. So I thought the Emperor was going to be the final battle. And something happens with like a weird sound and Shang Tsung summoning something and Liu Kang says what's that sound and then someone says to him it's Shao, uh, it's the source of Shang Tsung's power and then he just makes oily men come out of concrete holes yeah. and I thought like, that's a very specific power to have Shang Tsung <laughs> like who taught you that <laughs> how can I learn it more importantly <laughs> they're all from uh, different time periods though aren't they or they're different kind of because one guy's a samurai so these these are all people that have lost fights previously, aren't they? So he's taken their souls. Yeah. yeah. I did like the line. Their soul is um, his. What, what did he say? Something about you got so many souls, but not one of your own. And I was like, that's, that's, yeah, was like, Ooh, that's a sick burn. It was. Yeah. <laughs> that was a pretty good line, to be fair. Like, I quite like that. I, that was pretty I cool. I did hate the bit where he was like, you're not my real brother, because Shang Tsung turns into his dead brother. For some reason. He does. Does the switcher Right. Yeah. That wouldn't trick most people because he was literally watching as he morphed into his dead brother. Unless he blinked at a really inopportune <laughs> moment. He yeah. saw that happen. And he was like, but you're not my yeah, real brother. Did. It's like, clearly he's fucking... You've just seen him metamorphose into this other person. It's clearly so Shang Tsung. And it takes him like three minutes to be like, no, it's not... And Shang Tsung killed him. It's not It's you. not my fault. And things like that. It's like, why are you having this character development now? You know that's the bad guy. You can see him. Like, <laughs> you can see him, Liu Kang. Well, Liu Kang's that suit plank as well. I'll stare at this guy. He, is. he He changes to a different person 
and he still doesn't quite understand, and he sees it with his own eyes. Yeah. It's like his own eyes. Oh, he's, he's, yeah. He's, people in this 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 film, they're not the uh, the most three D, shall we say? They're as two D as their sprites in the original <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Very much like, so. That they're pretty bad. Uh, the last thing that he does to, to sort of like kill him, he does like some flurry of hits, which is, that looks quite cool. And then he fireballs him off onto the spikes and the spike sticks through him. And then we get some, like we said before, the incredible CGI of the souls escaping that I, I actually burst out laughing because for anyone on camera who can see this, there is one in the background that has his arms out and like just goes, oh, <laughs> like flies past like victory. <laughs> it's the, the worst Free. fucking thing. And then Johnny says, uh, nice dress to Sonia because she's wearing like a leather is it like a leather jerkin? Yeah. It's the only way I can explain it. Yeah, pretty much. It's like a like a barely a tunic, really. <laughs> it uh, was barely a tunic. It was obscene. It was barely a tunic. <laughs> I could see her knees. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, <walking>. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Liu Kang's just like, Let, let's go home. And they go home and there's like some big parade thing and Raiden's like, what kept you guys or something? In his terrible eighty-yard accent, yeah. And then this is where the emperor turns up. Finally, like the sky clouds over, and the te- Angkor what the temple just like blows up for some reason. And the emperor's there, and he shouts something. I can't remember what he says. The voice is actually Frank Welker, who is the voice of Megatron from uh, Transformers, and the what's it called? The Cave of Wonders from the Aladdin film. And he's done loads of shit. He's in like cool. Animaniacs and Futurama. Cool. He's, yeah, he's a, he's a great voice actor. He's very well known. And then they all pose sideways and it's like, prepare to fight. And then it ends. Yeah. In like just a sudden ending that they were like, we're going to do a second one. Nick, oh. what did you think of this film? I love it. Uh, it's like, it's like, a, <laughs> you it's, love it. It, it, it's a fine cheese. It's matured. It's pure. It's, it's everything you hate about the '90s, but everything you love at the same time, all, all in one, one go. go. Yeah. Like that's this is how you make a terrible video game adaptation that you can laugh at, but also wonder why is a worm coming out of a man's armpit? Why is there a, a Belgian yeah. guy with lightning coming out his fingertips? And <laughs> why does a man suck souls into his eyeballs? And at the end yeah. of it... All questions that we need to know on the Grief Burrito podcast. At the end of it, you don't care because <laughs> you've watched however many minutes worth of pure and utter unadulterated cheese. And yeah. 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 Lulu, what do you think? Have you got any thoughts on this? Sorry, did you say me there? I couldn't quite hear you there. Yeah, Lulu, yeah. sorry. No, yeah. I'm... I think I cut Nick off as well. I'm sorry. Also, I... Um, I'm in agreement with Nick. I, I I love this for everything that's wrong with it. Um, I also want to go back a quick second. So you know when we have the, the, that final showdown and then Chan's spirit comes and then holds Lou's hand and it's like, brother. They should have yeah. played the Pokemon song. The brother, my brother. <laughs> yeah, they should have. Yeah, I couldn't stop thinking about that. Deal. But I love this. Like the soundtrack in this, I think is brilliant because it's so cheesy. I mean, the acting yeah. has much to be desired. The writing is even worse. But it's one of those. It's barely there. <laughs> it is, but it's one of those movies. If you go into it knowing it's a bad movie, and like you say, it's one of those mm-hmm. things you can watch with your mates. Um. I think yeah. it's 
it, it's just nineties cheesy nostalgia, and I think if you go in knowing that, you're gonna you're gonna enjoy it. Yeah, it was nice to watch it back knowing what I was going into. Like if I saw this at the cinema, I'd be like, "I am, di- I want my money back, <laughs> and I'm going to give you back this popcorn out of my mouth." But yeah, I to go back and watch it in knowing that it's cheesy as fuck was was pretty hilarious. What about you, Jordan? What did what did you think of it? I didn't hate this movie. I thought it was pretty funny. However, yeah, I, I had to have a nap after watching it. I don't know if I was tired or if it had just drained my soul. But <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I had to take a nap because I was like, this is too much. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was. It was all it's, right. It's, it's, it's in the class of like the Super Mario Brothers movie. I enjoyed it's this like, more what? than that. Like, I didn't hate that one really? either. I think I enjoyed this more than that because that one, I just, I don't think I could watch that one again. I I I like the Mario Brothers movie more than this. I think. I don't know. I don't know if it's a nostalgia thing for me. Like I had this on VHS. This oh, that was uh, the first time I watched the Mario movie. And this is the first time I'm watching this movie. By the way, I've never seen this movie before. Well, lucky you. There's a sequel called Mortal Kombat Annihilation. We'll get on to very soon. I'm, not, I'm leaving the podcast, Harris. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're heating out. You're like I'm done. Yeah. I'm fine. I'm, I'm, no, I'll go I've do seen, something else. I've not seen the second one. I've not seen the second one, so I don't even know what that one's like. No, I haven't Maybe either. I'll, I'll, oh, see, now we have to watch it because none of us have seen Son it. It could be so There's good. There's more than just two. Oh, oh they're actually. Oh, it goes. It goes. The second one's even better. It's, <laughs> oh, it's, oh. It, I, I, th- I think I'm the so second excited. one introduces you to female Goro. I can't remember her name. Shiva. Shiva, what? yeah. I've never been so aroused and terrified at the two, same time. 2% on Rotten Tomatoes. 2%. <laughs> 2%? That was me. Yeah. That was just oh, me watching the film. We have to watch we it. We have to watch it we now. Have to just watch for that. It. It's got Shao just for the 2%. Khan, Jack, Sindel, Raiden, Katana, Sonya, Liu Kang. Uh, you're going to fucking make me watch it, aren't you? Yeah, we are. 3.7 on IMDb. (laughs) Listeners, let us know. If you want us to watch the second one as well, let us know. I'll put a little poll out on Twitter. (laughs) Please no. You can let us know if you want. Please don't make this happen. I beg of you. Is there there anything, Jordan, you would have done to this film to improve it? I think giving Sub-Zero and Scorpion a bit more screen time and making making it less acrobatic and just more of like a fight because that's what Mortal Kombat is all about. Mm-hmm. It's the fighting. Uh, probably have a bit more like violence in it as well, like an actual fatality. Instead of Shang Tsung just going, fatality, when there was not a fatality. When there wasn't one. Yeah, yeah he just walks up yeah. and says fatality after he takes a man's soul away, after he got beaten up. It's like, that's... <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, it'd be like me, like watching a guy get beaten up and walking over and taking his sandwich and just be like, fatality. Yeah. <laughs> just taking that, it'd I mean, be, it'd be the same as you taking the sandwich and going, I beat you up, so I deserve the sandwich, when you didn't beat him up and yeah, you I don't deserve the sandwich. No, but I'll be eating it anyway. Yes. Nick, what did you think of this film? How would you improve it if you could? I, I Yeah, I agree with Jordan. I think the two guys that you assumed were the hardcore bad guys were done in two seconds to so give them more time and then other than that i'd make sure mm-hmm. goro had more arm flailing i didn't think there was enough of it his bottom two arms didn't flail enough for me <laughs> need 50 oh, more definitely arm definitely <laughs> bump up 75 
Oh, 74. Whoa, that's no, a lot getting of wild, Nick. Calm down. I know. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, feel Calm it. down. Feel it. <laughs> uh, Lulu, what about you? How would you improve this film? I'm in the same agreement. Like, from playing the games, I. I really like playing Sub-Zero and Scorpion and the thing is they actually have really mm-hmm. good fatalities so like I'm hoping in the next one I know they need to be mm-hmm. careful with ratings and stuff like that but I want more gore and I know I'm a horror person and I love horror and stuff like that it doesn't need to be yeah. full gore but I think like they could they could do so much more with that like they've got a lot of games now to look at for inspiration for the fatalities and the moves and there's some really creative ones out there i feel like yeah they we, do, we yeah. need more of that you know spice it up a bit mm-hmm. i agree and to be honest i think i think they're doing that because sub-zero in the new film is the main antagonist he's like the bad and it's about the rivalry between him and scorpion so i think they'd noticed that what was wrong with this film i think they'd gone look most people watched this for scorpion and sub-zero so it needs to center around that so i think they're going that way which is great and i'm excited to see that like i i am looking forward to seeing the new film whether it's good or not there's some stuff where i was like ah like they did the fucking it's a birthmark it's a sign like they did that in tenacious d <laughs> yeah like, you could have gone for something he could have found a medallion in the woods like yeah. it could have been anything else for this at no point but, as well you know when that's on a baby does it start off small and then just like it's exactly the same it just gets bigger over time or does it just kind of grow in if it's a birthmark do you know um, what i mean i don't know i think it's always there isn't but it? is it always birthmark. the same size like has that grown with him i don't it's such a fucking weird excuse. It's a birthmark. Maybe it looked like oh. a, a small gecko at first, and then now it's a dragon. <laughs> it like if it was a frog, it starts off as a tadpole and then grows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's such a weird excuse, though. I completely forgot they said that in the trailer. Yeah, I think that was, that's the, the, the only bit where I literally rolled my eyes. I was like, oh, guys, fucking hell, come on. But the the rest of it, I, I thought was really cool, and I liked that... Lulu, you'll be happy to know that I'm pretty sure it is R-rated. Uh, it is going to be very gory, they've said. Like, obviously, you see Sub-Zero freeze Jax's arms off and just break them off. Like, they just shatter, like, frozen jerky. And we see Scorpion doing his, his blade through people's heads and stuff. So it's going to be gory. Like, I think the fight's going to be pretty damn epic. The only way I would have improved this film itself other than that is i would have started the tournament earlier so maybe the heroes have to fight through the tournament like seven eight nine and ten or eight nine and ten and they lose the first two so you get a bit of character development as they're trying to survive through the to the next rounds and then you've got the extra oh shit this is the last this is the last tournament now. We have to win this. Even if it just showed it the previous a... tournaments from like the previous combatants view, because it's once a generation, yeah, isn't mean, it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that'd be yeah. even if it was just like a really short intro, like Star Wars, where it's just like yeah. title crawl, here's what's going on, here's the new heroes, laters, and that's it. That makes so much more sense. It would, There's yeah. No stakes. It, like cut all that that previous stuff, like they simultaneously tried to do a lot of story and didn't give us any story. Like, it was like, I don't, how have you done this? Like, if anything, I'm just impressed. Like, (laughs) do you know what I mean? It's weird. There's a film at that point that did Mortal Kombat better than the Mortal Kombat film. And that's got Van Damme in it. Bloodsport. If they'd 
if anyone's ever watched Bloodsport. Okay. Bloodsport's basically, it's kind of, that sounds daft, it is kind of the same premise. There's a, a kind of secret fighting tournament you go to. But, like, they lose a fight and they win. And, like, with Mortal Kombat, nobody lost. And it would have been cool to see a bit of character progression, like, if one of them lost and didn't have the soul sucked out immediately because they lost. But, like, it was kind of like, oh, you're not going to win each time. But each character just won their fight and that was it. Didn't really get beaten up too much. And that was, oh, yep, you're going to win. And so that was, there was never kind of any point where you're like, oh, oh no, are they going to lose? What's going to happen? It was just like, you've won your fight, done, next. Oh, yeah, if, if one of them full-on lost as well. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's like, oh, no, uh, I don't know, Johnny Cage has died or something. That'd be like, oh, shit, yeah. there's, there's, like, risks in this. A bit like that with, been cool. it with been the better, random yeah, guy yeah. that died. Even if they... Yeah, like, like, if they, yeah, we didn't yeah, know. If they no done idea. that with one of the characters that everyone knew, then it probably would have been like, oh, wow, they've got a reason to fight now or, you know, a bit more motivation. But it was just like, oh, no, actor number four, background man, died. No! Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I, I think I agree with that. Um, Jordan, would you like to give us a rating for Mortal Kombat? Yes, I will. What do you rate it? I rate it. Wait, are we going off of the burrito scale or am I just going like out of 10? The burrito scale, please. Do we have the burrito scale <laughs> anywhere? Uh, it was cool, tepid. No, mild, tepid, hot. <laughs> One spicy boy. Oh God, send the Lord. I am going to go tepido. It wasn't the worst thing ever, but again, I don't think I'd watch this again either. But it goes above. Wait, what did I give Mario? Shit. <laughs> I think you gave it a hot. Did I? I think you Right, this is done. on par with Mario. Sure. It's the same as Mario. I don't know. Just take it. Okay, same as Mario. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm going to give it a tepido because I'm like, uh, I could take it or leave it, but it was funny to watch. Lulu, what about you? What are you going to rate it? I'm going to give it the same. It's good. Don't get me wrong, but it mm-hmm. this is well, this is the first movie that I've reviewed with you guys on on Grief Real, but like looking at it in the context of other style movies, there is a lot better out there. So yeah, I'll go yeah, the same. Totally. The kind of mild. Okay, Tepida. And what about I'm you, gonna, Nick? I'm going to be a black you? sheep. I'm giving it one spicy boy. Oh, really? oh my I, god, I, one spicy I boy. Like I said, 90s cheese. Anything around that time yeah. is just my jam. I love it. So okay. it is terrible, but it's terribly good. Terrible. It's, it's good, a good, terrible. terrible. Yeah. Okay. I get right. that. I respect that. I can respect that. it. I can understand that. <laughs> <laughs> I can re- respect that fatality at the end. And I think that brings us to the end of the episode. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And you can find us on all the socials at Grief Burrito. You can find me at Haswild. Jordan, where can they find you? At the Mr. John Core. They can indeed. Lucy and you? Find me on Twitter and Twitch, and it's Lulu underscore Pew. Wonderful. And how about you? You can find me as Ruthlessly Ruffles on Instagram and Twitch. Sick beans. And don't forget to hit that subscribe batosh. Leave us a review wherever you're listening. Make sure you listen on Cephalopod. Get that app because it's fucking sick. Support your favorite podcasts. And I think there's only one thing left to do. We've got to test our might. <laughs> Let's go. Right. See you guys. Bye. 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 Bye.